0: Welcome to this edition of the Pass the Sticks Podcast. Tyler here, as always, with Keenan and Steven. Uh, we're just looking over so ESPN.com, I think sometime last week had an article about best and worst transfers of this past decade. Yeah. Uh, for different clubs. We're looking at Bayern's. Um, so Bayern, they what they've got here, and we've got some we got some thoughts on these. I would say Barnes' best, number five, we got Boateng coming in in 2011, Gnabry in 2017, um, Robin in 2009, and then Neuer 2011, and then cap things off, you know, who else? Lewandowski free transfer in 2014. Um, we'll, hold our, we'll hold our thoughts on that real quick, but then uh, Barnes' worst, they've got Luis Gustavo is number five, Douglas Costa, number four, Sandro Wagner at number three, Mario Gertza at number two, and then Renato Sanchez at number one. All right, lads. So uh, for best, how do we feel about those? It
1: seems well. When I first read it, I was like, yeah, that, that seems. Um, it, it seems a. Li- it seemed a little. It was all right. Um, I I didn't have any problems with the with the top five. Um, it's, obviously, this was the from the past um, decade, yeah. and it's not in the jury about on a couple of the transfers, so we can't really say whether or not one's better than the other. I will say that Lewandowski obviously is number one um, because he just picks up he just picked up right where he left off from Dortmund and right over to Byron. A lot of times you see um, when players move to other clubs, it takes them a while to adjust. Uh, That's, and, and and with, with Lewinowski he just picked up right where he's left off. Granted it helped that he had Pep there, uh to start to kinda like boost him a little bit, but I think him uh especially with Byron coming off that trouble that trouble season, it was just you know, he just picked up right where he left off.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean love yeah, obviously Lewinowski, obviously Neuer. Um I mean, and the thing that they talk about, too, is price. So, I mean, yeah. Lewandowski, even if you had any argument, which you really shouldn't, he came in free. So, <laughs> yeah. it's like – uh, If you're
1: talking about price, <laughs> I mean, it's – we If we're going go to go, like, free transfers, there's a, lot, there's a lot more players that we can go from. To go from. Yeah. right. You know, you, have Probably, Nadal, still be I you had Adol, you had, you know, Goretzka, you had, all, like, all these players coming on free transfers. You know, some of them, you know, like Gretzka, the jury is still out as far as how good that transfer was for Biner. Now, the. But for having Navigate as the fourth best in, in the decade?
0: You're not cool with that one?
1: I think it's still a little too early for that, though.
0: Well, that's what I said to Keenan. That's what I said to Keenan. I felt like it's early. I mean, 2017, you've got him over Boa, which uh, I kind of feel a little disrespectful to Boa. I feel like, like Boa's kind of falling out of graces. You have to remember, like when he came in, you know...
1: Hmm. I don't know. Tiago.
0: Tiago's not on this list. Javi Martinez isn't on this when did, list. When did Tiago come in, though? No. Did he go with that? E- right after the title? Yeah, Sabbath, that's one. true. Yeah. That so, you, but, so you're so cool with Boa in that, though?
1: I, I'm, I'm cool with Boa. Basically. So you're cool with the base.
0: I mean, that's, just, that's all get can agreement. It's like, Keenan, you're cool with Are You you feel the same way about Ganaver?
2: My top three is exactly the same as theirs. Um, I could see why ESPN FC is putting Serge Gnabry in there. Um, I think it's a little disrespectful. I mean, just look at the raw numbers, 60 appearances. Boateng has 297 on this list.
0: Right. That's,
2: right. It's hard. Like, I feel like there have been more valuable transfers within the decade. I mean, I would not even say Kimmich is probably more valuable or a better transfer just based on the things beyond you know putting goals i mean obviously put 22 goals in 60 games is is stellar numbers for a guy who's playing on the same pitch as Lewandowski but no Serge would not be in my top 5
0: and i mean and i guess going back to the business wise we've talked about this before we talked about this a lot is the business move for Gnabry to take the risk on him to loan him off to develop him. Like I think if you take it as a whole package and we only pay right. 8 million for it, that's special because if you're looking at a player that was passed up on, you know, multiple managers um, and the, just the business the savvy mentality of Bayern to still take a risk on him and bring him in. Um, and I guess it's not much of a risk when you're looking at how much you pay. So that's tough to me. Um, and I'm with you too like Tiago, Javi Martinez uh, Javi Martinez is another one that's highly underrated, and he's done so much for the club. Um, but yeah. I don't—I mean, all in all, I don't have a, a lot of problems. Um, what I did want to get out, so, so the, for the worst, um, number one—well, this is number one, but this is number three on the list. They have Sandra Wagner. Um, the reasoning they say is because he didn't play very much; um, he barely played, and it wasn't long before he grew tired of being on the bench. Look. I don't think anybody was thinking that Sandra Wagner was going to come in and – well, yeah, clearly no one was thinking that he was going to come in and start over Lewandowski. I think it was perfect for what he came and did. He was able to offer Lewandowski a little bit of rest. Um, he was able to get a championship at his boyhood club um, and then left to go get paid. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think that that like, deserves to be um, in the top. But maybe it says, you know, what good business Byron has done that – you know, a Sandro Wagner backup striker move is going to be number three on their Worst <laughs> transfers. transfers of the last decade. Um, Renato Sanchez one, y'all agree with that one?
1: Yeah, I was actually looking at the um, uh, the Bayern's uh, transfer history. Just looking over to see if there was anything that stuck out <laughs> as far as anything that was well, I
2: mean, are we counting moving people up from the youth team? Because technically, Alba moved up with yeah.
1: Robin that year. Yeah. So I feel like well, David Help accounts as a better transfer than, but I was, like, Dang. but like you also got to think, you know, as far as um, but what about uh, especially Rudy? As a bad. That's a bad transfer, because he he, I mean, granted, he, he was a very competitive um, field, but, like, the fact that he came came under the the disguise of, oh, he's the next German superstar, Uh, all this other stuff. Nobody was,
0: I mean, I don't feel like, he was definitely hyped, but he wasn't, like, I don't think, he, yeah, he definitely, like, I guess as far as, like, hype, when Renato's, Comparing it to Ronaldo Sanchez, like Renato Sanchez was sought after yeah. the entire world. Yeah. Um. But the thing that stands out to me about that one too is we bought him for 35 and sold him for 25. So like to me, like a bad transfer, you're losing a lot of money. And like 10 mil for Bayern, they don't like that. You know. Yeah. Like that. Like that's a big loss for Bayern to lose on a player. Um, as far as their business goes, like they they all they're all about making a profit. So I think that's one of the things that stood out to that. And just like I mean, two goals and fifty three appearances for him. Um, the Mario Götze one is, is hard for me because I was really I was a really big fan even when he was there. Um, to me, I mean, he was kind of reminiscent of like uh, James and what's kind of happening with Coutinho, where the system just doesn't necessarily fit well for him um, at times. I think that I think that both Coutinho and, and um, James... Could have had better production, but we so, will get into
1: that. Here, here's something. Mario Gomez. What about it? Where are you going with this? Should he, should he have been? Would you have put him on the top five? Of uh, best? Best. Oh, okay. I was about to say. <laughs> no, I'm not saying We we're, <laughs> oh. we're, were talking about worst. Oh, so so um, yeah, year did he slanderous? come in? He came in yeah, yeah, O nine. nine. Yeah. 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 So he had been right at the cutoff. Yeah. He came in the same year as Robin.
0: Mm. How much did he, how much did they pay for?
1: Thirty mil. Yeah. From Stuttgart. Yeah. But I mean,
0: Robbie came in for twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm. All the see. way from Gelsenkirchen too. My man Stevie, bringing the heat. Ah. Uh, just looking back through. Who would he dethrone?
1: I mean, what, what, I think we've all
2: created surges. That you got to come off the list. And you talked. We talked about it what last week or two weeks ago about his proficiency putting the ball in the back of the net.
0: I mean, he's another one that I feel like is, is disrespected. Like, yeah, because you had to, like once Manzukic came. I mean, you got Manzukic too, but uh, wow. If not on this list, he'd be six right after this. <laughs> but uh, I think I think I think I'd have to put him over Ganabry. I mean,
1: yeah, the way, the way he, was, trouble, winner, he trouble winner, trouble winner, like what he did, like, yeah. Like,
0: and what he was doing for Germany at that yeah, time, too. Like, he was,
1: like, it was, like, he was, it was like, an instant header, like, <laughs> goal like There was nothing you could do with
0: that. That's tough. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, Douglas Costa on there, uh, you know, that one again, he, he. that first season, I think we all, like, had really big hopes for him. And
2: he had a pretty um, good first season.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like I said, injuries and in time with, yeah, that's your boy. Um, but then also he kind of clashed with Carlo, which, by the way, breaking news, Carlo Ancelotti was sacked today. So there's that um, from I Napoli. I feel like
2: Banaccio might be on my worst list over some f-
0: Worst? Yeah,
2: just, just based on how much we paid to bring him in. There's no standout performance of where you think, oh, yeah, Banaccio played really, really well for Bayern. Is he a
0: standout player, though? What? <laughs> I mean, I know he's done stuff for, for, for Juventus, but like, is he a standout guy like – uh, he's another it's one that... It's a high
2: price <laughs> for buying. It was almost 30 mil.
0: He's another one that I feel like, yeah, I don't think he lived up to the 30 mil price tag. But he was, like, an important player at times.
2: Almost by default, though. That was, I mean, right. the back line was
1: ravaged with injuries. Yeah. I mean, you also had Xavi Alonso that came in in the 14-15 season.
0: Yeah, you can't put him at top. So. Dante?
1: No, because Dante, Dante was Dante
0: was
2: next level early on for that 12 Where did Dante
0: 18. come in? 12 Right, because he was brought oh, yeah, in before in the, in the travel team. You know, because I mean, at this point, at this point, you got well, to Dante be...
2: was first choice. Was one of the first choice center backs.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, he was, yeah. he was a number like that year. He was one of the best center backs in the world. I might get. Yeah, you know. No, no, no. no. He was. You know, he, was he was for that.
1: But. He was legit. Well, him, him and uh, Boa as a, a center back pairing. He
0: didn't fall off until the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, tr- truly, that World right. Cup game ended his career. Yes. And that was the only game to start for Brazil. <laughs> Brazil had more issues than and just his, that. And his teammates <laughs> yeah. in his career. <laughs> wow. Uh,
2: but I mean, think about this. We're.
0: But you've got to take Boa over Dante. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. Longevity. Longevity, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if we're taking Gennaro off this list, who do you put in that for? Mario slide. Gomez. You put Mario Gomez? I think.
0: Out of those, Mario Gomez. Yeah.
1: Or do you, or do you slide Boa up? That puts someone else in.
0: I couldn't slide him up because, I mean, then you got Robin. Top three, top three, I'm so set away. I way. think
2: Stevie's saying – you're saying that Bo would
0: be four, four instead of five. Yeah. And that Gomez would be Gomez five. Gomez would be five.
1: Yeah. Or Ontario. Or
0: Again, for longevity, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bo, Bo has earned it t- yeah. since 2011. I mean,
1: and the fact that he's, like, over how many coaches changes and he's – Right. Like, he's, like <laughs> – he's, he's never once had any kind of issues with the club. Like, he's never – you know, publicly say anything about his lack of playing time. He hasn't like try to force his way out even when there wasn't a any playing time for him to have penalties. Yeah, I mean it was really it
0: really wasn't until the Kovac era that there was there was I mean there was rumors, you know, you you know, on and off, but like it wasn't until that he made it clear he'd be interested in leaving. Um and then he was he went about it really and, well with Kovac and, and to and say, and hey I'm gonna
1: stay about how important he is
2: this year with no center bats. Yeah. Well Well and all the off field criticism he's gotten for Basically just being black.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean we could get into all of that too. That, and that's another thing I think about Boatang. He's like as far as race in the game, um, he's been really outspoken um at his time at, at Bayern, you know, about you know, different things that are going on in Germany. Um and then you could look at him for the national team too, yeah. um, uh, you know, being a figure just a public figure in that role. Um, so I think Boa's gotta be on there, definitely. Yeah. Um Gnabry would be and I think Keenez would like ESPN's going to do it. The highlights. I mean, what he's doing right now this year. Coming from
2: a Premier League yeah, team. Yeah, coming from
0: a Premier League team. Um, but all in all, we'll... Um, hey, look, let's make a top ten. We'll make it off air. Put it up on Twitter. Top ten. Um, maybe not worse. I don't even want to do I worse.
1: do... Um, you know how difficult, difficult this is? <laughs> don't, don't bring your boys into this. No, no. Don't bring your boys into this. Well, well <laughs> I want to kind of go back, since it is not the decade, I want to kind of go back, you know, pick a team and go you pick a top 10 transfer,
0: top, top worst 10 transfers how about a uh, here's one here's one and then we gotta really we gotta really move on how about we both make a starting 11 with our team <laughs> with the worst <laughs> no how do you do this
2: <laughs> the worst transfer starting <laughs> 11 of your of your
0: team alright can you get Byron, I get Dortmund Stevie <laughs> okay. No, but Steven would win. <laughs> theoretically.
1: Well, who? No, but like, you're, you're talking about people who were... Oh, people who were, were brought who in. Failed. See, I
0: would say, like, worst transfers. Yeah. But theoretically, worst transfers would be guys that y'all gave up on. Right. Or, like, let go too early. Because that's yeah. that's Douglas Costa. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what they're trying to say, is, is Douglas Costa was a good player. And he didn't live up to the hype. Uh, and that's a reach.
1: That's thought, a reach.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, it's reach. Really then you could go into the hole. We've done this before with like the what could have been squads, and I I, mean, I don't I don't want to take you down that road tonight. But <laughs> I, hey, look, I, I, we'll, maybe we'll circle back around to this at the end of the show. Maybe we'll both give a starting eleven with worst transfers from any given goal. We could do that, um, and maybe we'll do our top ten for Bayern too because I'm I'm uh, I'm interested in that the best transfers the past decade. You could potentially do longer, but then things get really, really crazy. So um, I'm going to take a quick pause real quick. Got a little bit more um, just news this week, and then we're going to dive into um, some Champions League fixtures that happened today. All right, we are back from a quick break there. Um, Needless to say, we are still working on these these teams um, it's pretty fun you should try it like just search club search transfers past 10 years um, go down and look at it. you'll be surprised you'll find some deep cuts um, Keane still stuck on Spanaccia one we're looking at Schalke. Uh they've got there's some interesting because I think on the surface we were like okay they've had so many academy players but actually if you look at it they they did do some moves um, for me like Harit it's too early to say but the eight mil for Harit Looking at a player potentially down the road, down the road, you know, could be eighty plus on his day, you know. So
1: I mean, be also awesome, like and worse. I mean, as as much as it hurts, is got one of got to be Ebola because he I mean because he hurt so much. Yeah. But then he, you know, he he was supposed to be a big fixture
0: in Wagner's uh, system going forward. And he wanted the league. And then you look at what he's done this season with Gladbach. Right. I think it just adds insult to injury. It's like, he wasn't a bust. He's like, he's living. He's, I heard someone say it. Like, he he's what they thought he was going to be at Shaka, yeah. yeah. That's tough. Um, where was I going? Um, we had, sheesh. Um, I'm totally drawing a blank. Uh, no, there was like one other piece of news. Hurry Um, Yeah, the Harit contract is wrapping up. Neubol apparently is wrapping up, not coming to Bayern. Yeah, Yeah, Keener brought this story up. Um, Did don't really have a time? I mean, he's he's definitely going to be out. He's out for the rest of this. Um, For the rest of the calendar year, yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, you fall down face first on a flight of stairs and go to the emergency room, you're probably going to be out for a while. So they had to do, like, emergency surgery to repair the damage to his face. So thoughts and praise with him for sure.
0: Yeah, that's scary. Um, I did see this. I'm not sure. It was on Bully News. I'm not sure where they're getting that from. But um, that Leipzig is after Heinrichs, you know, potentially bringing Benny back. um, 20 million move from Monaco. I'm not sure how much he's playing with Monaco. Um, I always really liked him at Leverkusen. I mean, he would fit right in with their system. Nico Vetti contract, Keenan was talking about, good for him. Um, Really solid (laughs) kid. Yeah, they need to start locking some of these guys down. Um, Florian Coelfeld, I mean, no news right now. I talked to Keenan about this, though. He's definitely on the rocks with Bremen um, after what's been going on. And he'll be – I think he'll be fairly sought after if they do sack him. I mean, he's a young coach, um, charismatic – I think you know, the women like him. I think he was like on the top for most attractive um, Bundesliga managers. Um, we did also bully news. Big shout-out to them again. We were looking at top five players who are running out of contract at the end of the season. Um, that's a pretty interesting list just to keep an eye on. Um, I think some of those are kind of in the works with getting wrapped up, um, but some that kind of jump out to me, Oscar Vent at, uh, at Gladback, that's one they're definitely going to want to lock up. Um, De Guzman at, at Frankfurt, interesting. Hasabi at Frankfurt is another one. Um, Steve, for your boys, you've got Nubal come running out. You've got Ochipka, you got Snambuli and Calgary. That's going to be interesting to watch, um, you know, to see, especially with Caligari, getting a little bit older. Um, you got Brzezinski at, at Mainz. I feel like he's been there forever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, interesting, a really cool list there from uh, from Bully.com. Uh, but, yeah, let's let's switch gears um, and get into European fixtures um, Keenan, what, what's your take from Dortmund's performance today?
2: Um, probably should have been a little bit better, but whatever. Get the job done, qualify for the next round, move on. You, know, you got the win,
0: which, yeah. Yeah, you've been critical of their lineup. Um, in a good, I mean, like in a good way. You know, like, hey, they can line up better. Um, yeah, um,
2: I thought this was an interesting lineup. They went with... Uh, so many of their fullbacks are used as attacking players. And so I think with this lineup, they added an extra center back, went three center backs. And then obviously before uh, Weigel's red card, you had a real CDM back there. So you almost had a four back. And then you could really commit your your speed on the wings, but you were safe, sort of secure through the middle. Although on that, di- that goal, they did get split on all three. Um, just right down the middle there. But I, I thought it was a lineup that works well for them because it puts your four attacking players in a position to sort of interchange and be wherever you needed to be and uh it plays to their strengths without that true number nine
0: sancho still really huge for them um we talked about you know the on and off to fill a drama with him um you know i tweeted this out over the weekend i truly believe he's single handed. i mean not single-handedly but like He's a big factor in Lucien Favre keeping his job, which I think is kind of ironic with them having a little bit of a fallout. Um, we don't know you know, the full details of that. Um, but, yeah, all in all, I mean, it, it's it, – Dorman's through. I think that was really huge relief to get that off their back. You could even see Hummels at the end of that game. Like, yeah. he was celebrating <laughs> really hype. Um, it was a tough group for them too. I mean, it, it wasn't an easy group to get out of. Um, you no. know, looking at Inter and Barca, I think that a lot of people are like, eh, you know. Yeah. Um, and Slovenia's not not a pushover squad either. It's a tough place to go play. So, um, props to them, Stevie. I'll switch it over to you for Leipzig. You feel like Leipzig kind of fell asleep on this one? I mean, I
1: think I mean, it was it was guaranteed no matter what for them. Um, and had a couple of decisions gone the other way for them, they probably would have lost this game with the penalties. I mean, there there were, there were clear there were clear penalties. Um, there was no question about that, but. Had, you know, they not checked in the VAR, had they, um, you know, all that stuff, they wouldn't – they wouldn't – they would have lost because they didn't score an open play. However, they get a point, they go on. Um, I think they could have done a lot better on the defensive side. Um, I mean, not much they could have done with that first goal. That was a – that curler was – I don't think anybody would have stopped that one. That was just top right corner.
0: You know, Stephen, you said anyone, and I think that that's a great little shift of gears. Because um, Peter Galacci was between the posts, I think he's a pretty darn good keeper in the Bundesliga. You knew we couldn't do the show without me putting you on the spot. <laughs> Everybody's laughing now. Um, Stephen, in our group chat this past week, uh, uh, well, or maybe even Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> maybe even Twitter, i <laughs> will put this as the thumbnail. <laughs> um, it says Jan Sommer is the best keeper in the Bundesliga this year. This year. Um. Kena, <laughs> thoughts on that? I mean, I'll, I'll hold off on my thoughts for the well, second. I just
2: opened Twitter, and there happens to be a keeper right at the top.
0: Uh, look at there. Look at there. Is that Burke there. <laughs> look at the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, I mean, here's the thing.
2: <sighs> He's having an incredible year. He's playing well. He's playing well on a team that's playing well.
0: So I can't even pronounce this guy's name. Ounambre um, Lenskeeper right now leads the league in saves with 58 saves. Now again, I know they've got a kind of sus backline, um, but you're looking at um, Geekovitz. Um, Stefan is number two. Jan Summer is number three with saves. So it goes 58, 55, and 54 for Summer. Um, Zinner and Mainz with 50. Neubel with 49. Oliver Bauman, 47. Pavlinka with 46. Kobeck at Augsburg with 41. Jarstein <laughs> with 40. Radecki with 39. Then at number 10, we finally get to Manuel Neuer with 39. I understand, you know, on one hand, you do have these defenders at Bayern and the way that they play with possession. So teams are going to put up less shots against them. Um, but at the same time, those, I mean, number 10, it is kind of low. Um, and then I was just looking at clean sheet numbers. Um, so right now, Radecki actually leads the league in clean sheets, which is a surprise to me with 4 Gaunyan's boy with four as well. Neuer with four. So he does lead with that clean sheet, uh, which another one was surprising to me because Byron, I felt like, hasn't had a lot of clean sheets this season.
2: Yeah, but you got to think, every week we talk about, man, there's so many goals in the Bundesliga this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of clean sheets in general. Uh, Marvin Hins, <laughs> Keenan's boy, is actually number three. Um, hey, what did I tell you? So he's tied with Berkey there. Uh, but yeah, Summer comes in at, with three. So, I mean, it, it's it's really tight as far as clean sheets go. Um, so the numbers themselves, it's a tight story. I, I'll give you that. And Summer, I mean, 54 shots saved um, is impressive. For a team that's doing that well, you know, because you see like a lot of, like for Stephen, for instance, he's saving all those because they're getting a ton of shots on him. Um, and he also, you know, is having a lot of, <laughs> Goal scored on him Whereas Summer Not as much You know They still lead the league So it's It's an interesting debate I, I'm 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 down to kind of Spar with you a little bit um, I'm a big fan of, of Summer I'd say Up until recently Galachi would have been My number two After Noir And then Summer um, But kino has got some Some stats here
2: Byron leads With 62.6% Right Possession Possession 59.7 for Leverkusen after that, Dorman 58.7, Leipzig 52.6, Hoffenheim 52.1.
0: And I think those numbers are what helps Radecki um, is a style of play that Bosch is going to play. Yep. Um, so that helps his clean sheet numbers. He, I mean, he's impressive. He's had a great run, too. I mean, the game that he put up against Bayern, um, and he looked good against y'all <clears throat> this week, too. So, but I mean, he's 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 top five for me. But he's he definitely would not be in the conversation. Um, but hey, look, Neuer. I mean, in the big scheme of things, he's still my go. He's still the best keeper in the world. I, I got it. I'm paid to say that. But <laughs> as far as this season goes, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm willing to work with you a little bit. I thought it was a little disrespectful in the middle of the Bayern Gladbach game to tweet that out. Um, but he was just making big saves after big saves, like.
1: Just left and right. I'm like, well, there, there, there he is. There's, and and and, I've, and I've, It's not like I, I I've said it before. Like I, I I, really think that he was he's he's the best keeper. He's been the best keeper this year. I mean, you, you, yeah, you look at the stats. Sometimes the stats don't tell the whole story. Well, saying, they, they back it up. Oh I mean, I mean, I mean, he's he's yeah, the stats do he, back he, it up for once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah you, yeah. And as credible as Union has been playing, um, here recently, it's it's been.
0: Um, yeah I mean it was, uh, transfer, uh, Who scored it They've ranking Union And again I, I apologize I don't even know This guy's name I, I honestly haven't Watched a ton of Union I, I've got to get Into the hype Because they're a Pretty dang good team um, Hey look Maybe this guy's In the conversation I mean they got Him as who scored it um,
2: 7.1 Top He's Bundesliga best 11 Keeper right now For the season
0: well, and I think, I mean, as far as them winning these games, you've got to have a good keeper. You yeah. know, I mean, they, they can't rely on everything. So that's an interesting one, too. Um, Nuble, you know, he's got to be somewhere in that conversation. Not his best, but, like, if we're looking he, at He's had some
1: blunders that we'll get to later.
0: Yeah, he's a young guy. He's a young guy. All right, but anyway, tell us what you think. Summer, is that outlandish? I'm sure a lot of you, I've seen a lot of Gladback fans, they kind of crawled out of the sewers this week. Um, you know, good for you guys, though. So I'm sure a lot of you will be... Excited about that one. Um, that's it for our European fixtures this week. Oh, well, not this week. I'm sorry. For this show, I guess, if we if we want to do a little recap um, after tomorrow. Some big fixtures tomorrow and then um, Europa. I'm really excited about Europa this week. Big week for a um, lot along the line tomorrow. Um, what's that scenario for them again?
1: They have to win. Uh, well, I mean, they're guaranteed Europa.
0: Right. They're guaranteed um, at least that third. But if they
1: win and... Atletico loses, they
0: can they can get uh, second round. And I think there's, is there a slight chance if, I think if they draw, but Atletico loses by, like, a lot? So, right now,
2: Atletico, seven points, Leverkusen, six. Right. Atletico, plus one, Leverkusen, minus two. Goal differential. Okay, yeah, so do the math. So, that's... Three on goal differential and one right. on point. Right. So you need a loss from Atletico and a draw, and a high the loss goal. has to yeah. Well, it has to be a draw, but then Atletico has to lose oh, by the last oh, place team oh, by four right, goals. Right, right, yeah. right.
0: Okay, so that's not gonna happen. But they need to win.
2: <laughs> if they lose by, I think there's another scenario where they can still advance. Like if they lose by four goals, but then they
1: score one, they'll still pass them. So Leverkusen needs to win the game. They is need when to it comes win. To yeah, games. it's a
0: must win. Um, everybody
1: And, and I'm, I will say this Juventus hasn't looked Very strong right, uh, Lately No So And the way that you know, The way that Leverkusen has been Playing lately
0: That, that one's on the road though I Think so I feel like they're out there um, Which does make a big difference um, I guess Leverkusen's At home at home? Yeah, because I feel like they've already... Yeah, they're at home. They're home. Yeah, by arena. Yeah, by arena tomorrow, three. Interesting, interesting. And
1: we know how they play at home, so... Yeah,
0: well, again, look how they played at Allianz Arena, so... Yeah. Anything goes.
2: <laughs> Allianz Stadium, or whatever it is called. Yeah. <laughs> you, sure. yeah <laughs> Maybe the, you'd rather be on the road.
0: Keep it in the family. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it for Europe, matchup. match-up. Um, European fixtures, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're going to come right back. Stephen wiping off his jersey here, keeping it crisp the blue. Um... We'll be right back, going to do some quick recaps and then um, highlight some fixtures coming up this week. Okay. All, right. All right, boys, going to dive into recaps. Uh, I'm just going to go over the game real quick, um, and then if anything that stands out um, that we want to talk about, we'll just we'll do that real quick for a bit. So Frankfurt and Ertha um, started the week with a 2-2. Um, that was really gritty. Dortmund runs a track meet <laughs> against Dusseldorf, 5-0, Leipzig hands uh, Huffenheim 3-1 loss Gladbach over Bayern 2-1 Thriller there um, Freiburg 1-0 over Wolfsburg Freiburg Another win Another week Silence Augsburg 2-1 over Mainz I think none of us um, You know Called that one we? No one called that one right Did we all had Mainz Yeah we um, all had Mainz At mines. least draw Yeah that's tough um, Leverkusen <laughs> over Schalke 2-1 Tough day there for the Blues um, 2-0 Union Berlin over Köln. Well, Köln continues to get buried down there. And then Paderborn at the death gets that 1-0 over Bremen. And that's why I kind of feel like Kohlfeld's, um, you know, I mean, they've got Bayern coming up this week. It's not a pretty time there in Bremen um, as they are sitting dangerously close to the drop zone. Um, fellas, any of that jump out that you just you're dying to, to dissect and talk about this week like we alright we'll start with that one we'll start <laughs> with that one Steven, what are your thoughts on that one I to,
1: this game was very reminded me of a lot of Gladback's first game of the year it was just like at least the first half it was just midfield battle midfield battle midfield battle there was no shots whatsoever um I mean there was a couple shots here and there from both sides in the first half, kinda like um in the Gladback shocking game earlier early in the year. No one could it just seemed like no one wanted to wanted to score. I mean, granted you had uh, you know, two of the best keepers in the league going head to head, so you have that going for you have that going for it too. Um but then, you know, Byron just gets unlucky with um you know, that a couple of placements. Well, um, that first one and the second one, um Martinez just He got ball. He he, man, he did get ball, <laughs> but you can't you can't be the last defender and going like that. You gotta you gotta trust your keeper back there.
0: Yeah. It's a lot it's a lot. I mean I will throw this out there. Is back your title favorites right now? Mm-hmm.
1: I don't I wouldn't put them in favorites because because Leipzig is just right there on their heels. Um, but they're I mean, they would be one B. I, I think Leipzig is still my probably my title favorite right now, even though right now, yeah. the table isn't showing that.
0: Ken, you uh you on the gladback train.
1: <laughs> Am I on the
2: gladback train? Yeah. Uh us Take
0: a look. And to the point of buyer too, I think part of it, they did have 16 shots, only five on target, though. So it, it kind of felt like they weren't getting a lot of opportunities. They were getting a lot, there just weren't a lot of great opportunities. And then the great opportunities they had, they weren't finishing, uh, which has been, hey, it's been a story of Byron's season and uh, games that they've lost, haven't been able to capitalize. Talking to Keenan about this, one of the thoughts that jumped out to me didn't necessarily like Flick's um, Flick's lineup and then his management of the, of the game. Um, but part of that, you have to kind of put on, he had to make some early subs with Coco getting hurt um, and then Boateng getting hurt at halftime. Ate up two of the subs right there that I don't think he was he was planning to make. Um, but still, would have loved to see Gnabry out there. Um, for like, as a whole, Byron's missing. Robin and Ribery, um, a vet player to come off the bench and, and re-energize that team and knows how to score a late winner. Uh, I feel like with these young players, they aren't quite there um, to come in and do that, uh, but that's just a, that's a, kind of a broader observation for Bayern. Watch um, some sometime, though, can you what you think?
2: Yeah, just a quick look. Just wanted to see the head-to-head matchup, looking back on uh, Gladbach and Leipzig. It was so early on in the season. Uh, it was 3-1 Leipzig, but, uh, yeah, I think you guys are – you guys are right there. I think Leipzig is slightly ahead, but it's one A, one B, right? As far as who's right now. And yeah, it, it Some of it is going to depend on how these European fixtures go. You know, one team gets knocked out early and suddenly has less games to play. That could impact. You know how fresh some of these guys are.
1: And I I wanted to. Um uh, with the winter, with the winter break coming up too, if that's gonna cause any kind of issues with the Gladback Bag going forward, if you know they're gonna lose all that momentum that they had, and they've had this like whole like, month off before they've play played another game, and it's right back into a top four uh, opponent.
0: <laughs> he's already he's already highlighting that one. That's gonna be it's gonna be a heck of a match. I might have to wear the blue that
2: day. To be fair, this is right now is what we're saying. Yeah. This right will now. change after the next match day as to what our opinion is. Right
0: now, they're the best team in the league, though. <laughs> best team in the league right now.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. But, yeah, I mean, Dortmund looked good. <laughs> <laughs> Dorman looked good. I mean, everybody's been meeting them on this, sort of, it seems like right now. Um, well. Yeah, yeah, I know. But uh, big day there, another big day for Leipzig. So, again, these teams that we're talking about all had big days. I was really excited about Freiburg. Um, you know, they're getting that win, um, over Wolfsburg, Schmidt getting that late goal there. Um, Augsburg, Niederlechner, 65 minutes in, gets the winning goal there over Mice, it cools them down a little bit. Um, tough day for the Blues. Um, I think that, uh, you know, Lucas, Lucas Alario, um, was really on one. Leon Bailey just... Cause a headache to that you know that patchwork defense there. I felt like Weston McKinney was kind of in over his head with that. Um, you know, not necessarily being a center back, it was just a really tough team for him to go up against. Um, Labor Houston looked really good on um, set pieces, which is something that they struggled with earlier in the year. Um, and I, again, I think part of that goes to not having Leroy. Um, so Sane, Salih Sane, um, not having your regular center backs that are going to be there that are going to be used to marking on, on set pieces. Um, but, I mean, what, what was your take on the, the whole performance, even?
1: I think the first goal should have – been could have been avoided. Um, Nubel played a lot closer than he should have. I mean, yeah, he's young. He'll learn from um, that. So things like that, I mean, I'm not – too worried about that, as far as that goes, but I think the thing that worries me the most about that game, about that game um, and with that team was, I mean they they had their chances, but they just could not stay on side. You know, Robin had chance after chance after chance, but get, get, kept on getting caught offside. Um, I, I know I joked about this um, going into the game. Uh, but our winning position when Briggs plays is not very high at all. Uh, I know, like, earlier in the season we, we, had, some, we had some really good um, uh, matches even though he was playing because like, we had other people scoring. But, <laughs> um, it, like, it just seems like here recently. Like, we just haven't played good when he's in. It, and, like, you saw like, as soon as who uh, like, came in, as soon as uh, – but Tondo came in. Even even when they brought an Outh there at the end to try to um, raise the attack. Like, you saw a different side of them that, that second half. That first half, that I, I think kind of what you, what you were saying there in the game, they were playing into that high press. And they, they, just, they just gave it to in uh, that first half. And in the second half, they made some changes. And then they, you know, started playing better. They could have – they probably could have – equalize it they probably could have you know maybe maybe um, scored uh, maybe they could have scored a couple of, couple other goals here and there but I think you know this is just one of those days that Leverkusen – no matter what no, Leverkusen was just on one today they,
0: yeah they they've looked good uh, I wish that Wagners could um, his tweaks to come a little bit sooner because I feel like when you all had more width um, you know, and we're able to spread it out a little bit more and avoid the press was when you started having uh, Robin was, you know, by far the best player on the field for, for Shaka. And I mean, that's a good that's a good sign, at least yeah. um, that he's continued to look really good. He got that goal and he was like, all right, let's go, guys. He's rallying them. So, yeah. I, yeah, I don't see a lot of um, I agree, like the whole Berg started thing still has to be started out. But all in all, there's not like alarm bells going off for this loss. Like, I mean, it's a tough it's a yeah. tough game. Um, Leverkusen is a tough team. And, um, you know, I, I think you guys will bounce back well. Um, yeah, that, uh, I mean, Paderborn and Bremen, um, that was pretty crazy. Um, I don't think anybody really saw that one call. Uh, going from the sale late, um, you know, with the help of VAR, um, you know, secures that win there for them. But I think, as we all said, it kind of just, you know, it, it's still the inevitable. Um, so that's that um we're gonna take a quick pause and then kind of look forward to this next match day 15 fixtures and wrap up the show all right fellas match day 15 uh friday we got hoffenheim augsburg Kena's birthday this weekend we've got byron and bremen hertha and freiburg Mainz Dortmund, Koln Leverkusen, Paderborn Union. Sounds like a lot of Saturday games. Um, then in the late game, we got Dusseldorf and Leipzig. And then for Sunday, Wolfsburg and Gladbach. It's a big one for me. Um, and then Schalke takes on Frankfurt. It's another big one for me. Uh, the Sunday games. Um, anything jump out to you on, on paper? Anything that you're looking forward to seeing? Um, I mean, this is a big week for Bayern. I feel like they could take advantage and bounce back against Bremen. Um, Wolfsburg, though, I'm, I'm hoping they can cause some issues for uh, for gladback, especially at home. I will say,
1: yeah, I will say this if um, the more and more points that gladback gets, the further and further away they start they're, they're pulling away. You don't say, I mean, it's, I mean it's probably <laughs> obviously, but like right now, they're I think it's five, five yeah. points different from third place. Wasn't
0: Dorman like nine? Yes. <laughs> At yeah. break. Yeah. I mean, so. I'm, not, I'm not saying
1: it's, it's you know, it, no one come back from it. And if anybody, you know, we, we've seen, we've seen Bayern do it years for the last couple of years. But, um, you know, the, the, this, this week with Leipzig playing Dusseldorf and Gladbach playing um, Wolfsburg, maybe if Wolfsburg uh, gives uh, Gladbach a little bit of issues, that gives Leipzig the uh, chance to jump them in the standings again, and we have the no leader. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen in the sh, you know in the short amount of time that, we, that I've been following the league, that I don't think I've seen this many jumps from leaders before.
0: And I heard somebody compare this. It's kind of like, like a lot of people that don't follow the league. We look at the European, uh, well for people that are in the league. Every year, the European spots is a crazy race. You remember last year. I mean, well, the title was decided on the last day, but those European spots were just shuffling, yeah. you know, that whole match day. And I feel like now it's not only those European spots, but now the top spot. It's all kind of shifted up. Like, those teams that were that were fighting for Europe are now fighting for that top wait, wait, spot. But
1: just just look at what the, what the top seven are right now. Exactly. That's what like, I'm saying. Bayern is seventh. Yeah. Like, if, if the season ended today, Bayern wouldn't be in Europe that's seen the today, <laughs> but it's not. Uh, like, <laughs> Does it? <laughs> no. no, but I'm with
0: you. It's crazy. Um, it's good for the league. I mean, people people love to see Byron struggle. So you know, eat it up while you can, folks. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I mean, it, it's, it, it's funny to me. It's funny to me because when Byron loses, they're like, they're either going to get like best season ever, like the Bundesliga is fun again. I mean, who, you haven't been watching the Bundesliga then. Like, if that that's all you're concerned about, you know. But again, yeah, you're right.
1: I mean, the thing, it's just crazy to think that out of, like, the top 17 clubs... Where
0: are y'all in? In, um, in Dortmund? Yeah, y'all, y'all are neck and neck, too. Um,
1: and and Freiburg is, is a surprise one that we, we were not expecting to be up there. I mean, some of us were, but uh, I would have thought... I, I probably would have swept uh, Wolfsburg and Freiburg around. Like like if I was like the, if, if this was what the table looked like, if you told me this is what the table would look like in the um, beginning of the season, I would have thought Wolfsburg would have been in that. Uh, Not Leverkusen.
0: Um, uh well Leverkusen I guess they're they're there now because of yeah, the win yeah I, I would have thought Leverkusen would be a
1: little bit higher would have been uh, definitely above Freiburg yeah um I definitely would have thought Bayern would have been like in first or or close to it um but I would like. I would I would not have thought Freiburg would be fifth sitting fifth. A lot on of at yeah. This table.
0: A lot of people <laughs> been surprised on Freiburg. They're they're a talented squad. I mean, there's no. Yeah, I, I don't think there's they're gonna just like instantly fall off. I, I think they're gonna truly be competing for Europe. And when they um,
1: thought, you know, hurts to have hurts to struggle. That's that's
0: mine. That's that's the biggest shocker. Bremen isn't as much of a shocker because of the injuries, um, but I still expect a lot more from them. Um, but hurts to, her to you know, far and away is is my biggest shocker of the year. Um, well, that and I think Union. Um, well, but I don't
2: think we expected, clone to be at the very bottom either. No, we yes. all said that we didn't think they'd be relegated.
0: I didn't beginning. think they I didn't think they'd be relegated. I mean, it's we not. I didn't think it'd be
1: that great. Yes. We, we I'll, 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 I'll I'll probably, I good. probably would have
0: swapped Union and Colm,
1: like if like Union and
0: Cologne like at the beginning of the year. Yeah, not, not quite not that, that high, high. but, but yeah. yeah, in the
2: you know twelve thirteen range probably. Yeah.
0: That was tough to see, but um, I mean, Frankfurt's in at eleventh. That's about where. You that's think? about where. I mean, I wouldn't have them as a relegation side, but I don't. You know, I don't see them being Europe right you think, now. Do you
1: think them losing Rabbit hurt them more so than you know it was leading? It's leading on to or
0: do you? Mm. Uh, I mean, it was a big. I think the three, like losing your their three man attackers. Uh, I wouldn't say just Rebic. I mean, it would certainly help to still have Rebic, um, but I think all in all, there were team. There were it was going to be a team in transition. There was nowhere around it. I mean, yeah. you lost, you lost, you were at least guaranteed to lose um, Jovic and Halair. So like right off the bat, you're going to be a team in is, transition. I think
1: like, I think that Hayer um, uh, transfer. I think that shocked us just because of where he went.
0: Yeah, I wish not where he went. I wasn't surprised they left, but where he went, <laughs> why? Yeah,
1: like what are you doing right
0: now? He's balling out though, isn't he? I mean, still, he's <laughs> I mean, scoring goals. I don't know. I don't know what is it, Ham, I don't know how they're doing, but they're like the um, relegation. <laughs> hey, well, good for good for him. Chase that paper. Taste that paper. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, it, there's a lot that's just like. Yeah, hey, didn't see this coming, and I like how you said it like where we are right now because I mean, season, over. I'll be honest, I didn't see Shaka being up this side. This no, I'm props you guys, pro- and we Steven and I talked about this. I mean, you're what are we did we figure out the number? You're very close to, yeah. So we had
1: 30, I think we ended the year with 33 points, yeah, in, in the last right season with
0: 33 points, sitting at 25, we're sitting right, at 25 now. right now. So props, props for Wagner, um, turning that team around because you, you forget how horrendous you were last season, so um. Not gonna put the mic. Yeah, I mean, great week. Um, I think that about does it. That about does it. um Maybe we'll hop on, um, or at least I'll hop on quick recaps for the uh, for the fixtures tomorrow. If anything it looks like Tottenham's not bringing anybody. <laughs> Bring yeah, the, they're certainly
2: leaving quite a few players home.
0: The U12 team. Um, <laughs> there was an
2: article suggesting that Byron and Tottenham send out U21 squads to play the match and rest everybody else
0: yeah people have talked about Arp I think he's still hurt We um, really don't have I mean I talked about this like you could play like maybe a is striker or a Gnabby striker but truly we don't have another striker <laughs> um, well, I'm sure Lewandowski would be you know chopping to get some more uh, Champions League goals get back on the goal scoring well, and Bayern has a
2: chance to. For Lavinelski has a chance to set or tie and break Ronaldo's group stage record, and Bayern has a chance to tie or break the PSG team group stage record, and then also become the first German squad to ever go perfect through the group stages. Dang. So a lot on line there for them. Plus, they'd like to just win.
0: And Stephen touched on this. I mean, Bayern in Champions League, the highest goal differential, um, first team to clinch qualification. Um, Undefeated
1: Yeah, yeah no, only perfect no team Yeah, yeah. no
0: um, So I mean as much as we like, Well not we But as much as people Want to rag on Bayern um, When this team is on They're really on You could you can dissect the games And say well Tottenham You know that was blah, blah, This and that But hey The numbers speak for themselves Great season so far For Bayern in Champions League They've got high aspirations there Maybe And again it's too Too early to say this But that's been the Achilles heel For this team maybe not quite as sharp in league because they're thinking about that i'm gonna throw it out there i know it's really early to start talking about that but i think it's been clear with this team that the goal has been champions league and they've come up short um whereas there's a little bit i think there's the luster of the league you certainly want to continue to be successful in the league you certainly don't want to be sitting where you're sitting but if Gladback won the league i don't think that they would be up at night if they're raising the champions league trophy no, that's my, but yeah, that's my mic drop. Yeah, it's
1: a, it's a that that goes to that the classic question. What 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 do you, what? I hate when you bring it? this classic question. No. <laughs> like, I hate this question. What what do they value more, UCL or or the, the
0: league? My thing is though, for Bayern, you can't pick and choose. But I'm just saying, mentally, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Like as Bayern, you can't come out and say like. For some lower teams, yeah. they clearly could say, "Hey, we're gonna focus on league because we don't stand a chance in Champions League." You right. know what I'm saying? Like they can openly but, but, say like that. The,
1: the, like those big teams, like
0: Barcelona. You can't say great. that like, Yeah, they're, 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 that they're, they're not going to say. Although Ronaldo did say that with, with Real, <laughs> so he didn't care about the league. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, he doesn't. But. But no,
2: we, I said it before. Bayern expects to go out and win every, single, every game. Every game, and, and that, when they don't, it's a failure. And
0: they're upset, and that's why I don't like the question because as Bayern, you you can't say that like um, the league is an expectation. You have to win the league, and like people will be upset if they don't win the league. But I'm wondering as far as the players, if what they really are setting out to achieve this year is winning that Champions League trophy, because you know vast majority of them have not lifted one. And I know especially for Lewandowski, that's that's been a big thing, right? It's
2: yeah, it's I mean he has leagues, he has Pokals, he has individual awards within the Bundesliga and his own country in terms
0: and eighth in Valadour which we didn't talk about do we want to talk about that maybe not talk about that let's
2: not talk about that
0: he's at least top five folks
2: let's not talk about that but yeah. when, they, when they clearly define what qualify, what what the Valado is awarded for then we can talk about it but until you qualify what that award is for don't talk
0: to me All right folks that's the bell. you know what we should do is like um the PTI. <laughs> we just have a timer. No yeah. To totally. Thanks. Cause we ramble. Thanks for tuning in this week, folks. Um, Steven, to answer your question. Yes. Champions League is the most important for Bayern. I think since, since the era, that has been, um, I mean, since, I mean, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. They come up short. I think that's going to be, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm in my feels again. All right, folks, as always, catch us on Twitter. Thanks for everybody who interacted with, this, with this, us with us this week. Um, got, some, got some love, a lot of tweets. Fellas, anything else?
2: Bye, I need a birthday present, and it needs to be a win from you.
0: Folks, Keenan Vintage Kits. We're looking at Vintage Kits. Um, shout-out to the Vintage um Twitter page that followed us this week. Can't remember the name, but they've got some really cool gear. Matter of fact, I'm going to give them a shout-out after this show. Thank you for the follow. We appreciate it. Um, if you want to send us kids? Oh yeah, the uh, the
2: footy shirts. Footy shirts. Footy underscore shirts
0: and Z. Footy shirts with a Z. Go check them out. They've got some heat. They had this bar joint that I was drooling over.
2: An entire room full of bar kids.
0: <laughs> check them out. Really cool people. For the guy who said that Sancho needs discipline, you're right. He did get discipline, and now he's in great form. So <laughs> there's that. Um, and for everybody retweeting about the summer goal, yes, it was a fingertip goal. Um, all right. I think that's we covered everything. We've give, given love to all peoples. Um, have a blessed holiday season, and we'll see you next week.